Hello, my name is Joseph McMurray, and I'm one of the pastors here at Next Level Church. Over the past 18 years, we have certainly seen the Lord do incredible things through the people and the ministries of Next Level. There are many people who were here before most of us who made incredible sacrifices so that Next Level Church could become the church we all know and love today, and a church that we believe God will continue to use to change lives in the future. A couple of those people are Dan Sutherland, one of the founding pastors who continues to serve church plants in Kansas City, and Jared Kirk, one of the first staff members at Next Level, who is now a church planter in Boston. Today, we want you to hear some words of encouragement from these friends of ours who were here at the beginning. They each have a message for you, as you might be considering one of the biggest sacrifices you've ever made. Where you go, I'll go. Where you stay, I'll stay. When you move, I'll move. I will follow. What God was saying to us was, start a different kind of church. Charlotte doesn't need another church. Charlotte is a church that's going to take sacrifice and generosity and commitment to the next level. And that's where the name came from. You know, it was crazy. In those first eight months, as we were still core group, six families from South Florida relocated to Charlotte. So I'm getting ready to graduate with a degree in biomedical engineering. My parents are super excited about this, but I don't want to do that. I feel a call to ministry and Dan Sutherland calls me on the phone. Hey buddy, how's it going? He goes, Hey, we're starting a church in Charlotte. We want you to come be the youth pastor. We just can't pay you anything. And I was like, bro, this is my dream come true. There's people, they need Jesus. So it was like, load up the truck and let's go. So my wife, Heather, she wasn't my wife at the time. She was in school. She'd gone to school for two years. She had to drop out of school and go work at Harris Teeter for a year so she could get in-state tuition to finish her degree in UNC Charlotte. And it was like, she just did that. No questions asked. And some of it is, uh, some of it is youth and some of it is just faith, man. It's like, we've always kind of been the people that's like, if you're following Jesus call, He's going to make a way wherever you go. And if people need the gospel, that's where we want to be. We want to be on the front lines of where people need Jesus. My definition of God is more. He's more. He's more than we can imagine. He's more than we can dream. And when a church decides we're going to be generous to community and generous to other church plants and generous to missions, and we're going to step in the gap for the kingdom, and say, God, if you bless us with more, we're gonna give more and do more. I think heaven pays attention. I think God shows up and says, wow, this I will bless. And that sounds like what you're about to be doing at Next Level, way to go, man. I'm excited about that. For the people of Next Level, the, the older I get, the more the, the stories of scripture that I've heard my whole life just resonate in my soul. And in my life, I've been blessed to have the opportunity a few times. It doesn't come every day where you say, I'm willing to overcome the fear, live with a little bit of faith, and just trust that God is bigger than, than what I'm worried about. And if you're willing to lay it all down and lay it all on the line, I mean, that's, that leads you to a place where God is going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. That's going to lead you to a place where Jesus says, um, no, what you did is a good thing. People may not get it, 
but what you did is a good thing, and that's how I want to live my life, you know. I remember the stories and the people and the sacrifices they made. I knew them and I knew them well. I served with them and led many of them. You see, I and my wife and kids and several families planted a church called Tri-County Community Church, TC3 for short. Those stories of sacrifices were real and they were made in 03 and 04 and I too made sacrifices in 06. My name is Doug, and I'm one of the pastors here at Next Level Church, but was also one of the pastors here at Next Level back in 06. And, and I'm in the large auditorium for our kids now. But back then, this was the auditorium for TC3. We started TC3 as a church plant in 04, and it had grown about 85 people in 06, and we too made great sacrifices for Next Level Church to exist. You see, this was our property, our ministry our hopes and our dreams and our goals. And we sacrifice for the larger church to reach more, to do more in and through Jesus. And as we relinquished this property and name and day of worship, you see, we were a Saturday night church. We gave up status and position in the church, in the merge. But these sacrifices were for the greater vision, the Kennedys, the Littles, the Ograms, the Sullivans, the Baines, the Irvins, and many more made sacrifices so this church would be here today. And because of our sacrifices, so many families from the community found their way to next level, including the Perms and the Perrys and the Carols. And the children in these families found their way in our kids' ministry and then in the student ministry. And they grew and became leaders, leaders in our church today. So don't miss this church. Because of the sacrifice people made in the past, these young adults are now leading, and God is using them to see people's lives change for Jesus and for his kingdom. So let's take a minute and hear from three who grew up here at Next Level Church. I saw Brad as, as a huge mentor, Brad Medford, um, as a big mentor to me because he was just like, he was the guy that I always felt the closest to. The, the people who have impacted, I guess, my life the most would be my aunt for sure. And um, Kay and, and Mike Pern have pretty much watched me grow up as a kid. So I can always go to them when I have questions and, you know, about my family. I'm, I'm pretty sure Mike Pern knows probably every single thing about me because I never stopped talking to him. <laughs> um, and he he's one of those people that are so in their faith and it, it is super admirable because whenever I have questions or I need advice for something, he always finds a way to have it go back to faith. Really good small group leaders like Ron Alexander, Alex Marcel. Just the relationships I made at church, like that's what I remember the most. It was crazy that there was an adult that truly cared, you know what I mean? And like legitimately cared about, like they're, they're not just being paid paid to be there, you know, they're not just there just to check a box, you know. 
they're there because they care about you and they care about your walk with God and they want to nurture that. You know, I thought that was, I thought that was what made, I mean, that's what made them great to me. Really good, like genuine friends. Like I'm still friends with Alex Marcel today. In a lot of ways, it's really surreal because it's like, oh, well, this is an obvious step up. Like there's more people here. They're older, they're adults. In some ways, I'm really like intimidated because like they're far more mature than I am, obviously. But at the same time, it's it's almost a new challenge just to figure out how to how to interact with a congregation in a different way and try to appeal to a different age group. It's just it's a learning curve. It's been great to to get to know. It, it's it's surreal. Like I, I, I want to say that I did read a statistic that said this is what is so important to me that seven out of 10 students who are in the church leave once they graduate. And I think what made me stay and want to serve. And so I think back to that, and like I said, it's my, my small group leader specifically. So that's why I think that's important that they need someone that, you know, is a good influence that isn't their parents that they can look up to and trust that loves God. It's, it's a surreal feeling for sure. Um, Cause you know, I imagine myself the same way. And, you know, when I started singing at Next Level, it was when I started pretty much singing ever, but I kind of realized like, this is this is what I'm meant to be doing. Cause you know, at Next Level, I'd always, as a kid, helped in different areas, but I knew that it wasn't necessarily something that was fulfilling that, that passion for me. And when I started worshiping, I realized that that's really the way that I connect with God. When I'm singing on stage and I see everybody, you know, really in their element and singing back and, you know, their eyes are closed, their hands are up. It just, it overwhelms me because I know that, you know, with the gift that I do have of singing, I can help other people worship. And a lot of these people watch me grow up. so. I feel like it's it's that much more of an intimate moment to be able to share with people, you know, just worshiping and just having a good time while doing it. Well, hey, friends, it is so good to see you. Happy Sunday on this November 20th. It is great to be back with you today. I hope you're doing well. As always, my name is Clay, and I get to be the lead pastor here. I, I love what I do. And one day, if we have never met, I would love to be able to meet you in person. Well, three weeks ago, I began this series with this question. What am I doing here as a Christian? And... Uh, we walked through our answer to that question by sharing what our ministry plans are for 2023. In fact, we have 96 items that we would like to accomplish in 2023. And today is the day that we have set aside to make our financial commitments to finance what God is going to do through our local church, through your local church in 2023. But before we do that, let me share a couple of final thoughts with you. I want to talk about two words. I want to talk about value, and I want to talk about cost. Gets talked about a lot, but value is defined as having a desirable or esteemed characteristic or quality. It refers to kind of the, the emotional and the monetary cost of something. So it has value 
cost, I think we understand, that is the outlay or the effort or sacrifice made to acquire something. And there is a direct relationship between the value of something and its cost. Uh, that we could say that the value of something determines how much it's going to cost. And likewise, you can turn that around to say that the cost of something shows or reveals its value. In other words, the actual cost of something is based on how much someone or a group of someone's value it. In business, when I was in business, we would determine, something, determine something's worth or value by saying, well, how much is someone willing to pay for it? It can be a very subjective subject. I get it. Let me give you one example of this. What I'm about to show you is, is an NFT. And maybe you've heard of them, but if you, if you haven't, a NFT is a non-fungible token. It's a digital asset, and it kind of has some data that's been added to the file, and it creates a unique signature, and it differentiates it from all other digital replicas. For example, this NFT is called CryptoPunk7523. There it is. I mean, take a good look at it. And yes, believe it or not, this is a high-resolution picture of it. It's, it's a pixel picture. How much would you value that? Like, what's it worth to you? Well, last June, this NFT sold for $11,700,000, right? Now, for somebody like me, even if I had the money, I wouldn't spend that kind of money on something like this because I don't see how it's worth it. I don't see its value. So how can these things cost so much? Because someone thinks that they're worth it. Uh, they are valuable to him or her. Therefore, they are willing to pay the cost. Now, we may not be purchasing you know, million-dollar NFTs, but we make some similar decisions on smaller scales all the time about cars, vacations, food, going out to eat. What are we going to do? There are some things you don't mind paying the cost for, and there are other things some of us are even happily paying the cost because of the value or the worth that we see in it. Thus the phrase, it's all worth it. Well, Matthew records a time when Jesus was talking about value and worth and cost. And in chapter 13, Jesus is trying to explain to people what the kingdom of God is like. And to do so, he tells six different stories to illustrate it. Then in verse 44, he talks about the value of the kingdom of God, the will of God being played out on earth one in which people find life and freedom and experience the overwhelming love of God and show love towards others, towards everyone around them. So Matthew says this in verse 44 of chapter 13. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man discovered hidden in the field. In his excitement, he hid it again and sold everything that he owned to get enough money to buy the field. Again, the kingdom of heaven. Is like a merchant on the lookout for choice pearls. When he discovers a pearl of great value, he sold everything he owned and bought it. So what Jesus is saying here is that the value of life, freedom, unconditional love, peace, and a restored relationship with our Heavenly Father is worth everything we own. That if we knew the real value, we would rush to give up everything that we had so we could purchase it. Another way to say this is when something is valuable to us, it's worth the cost. When something's valuable to us, it's worth the cost. And for three weeks, we've been talking about the plans that God has given us for ministry in 2023. 
Some of those things are to provide for people already here at Next Level. Things like facility updates to our kids and student spaces and improvements to our sound and lighting in this very room. Other items are to prepare, prepare for people we're saying they are not here yet. Uh, this is our efforts to build relationships inside neighborhoods with things like Easter egg hunts and block parties or our mental health fund to help people get the care that they need. Other items are meant to pour into people who will never be here. Items like building a church in the Dominican, helping start five brand new churches here in the Carolinas, expanding the number of nonprofit partners that we have in our community. And as we've shared we already have a good idea of the cost of doing this. And that cost is $793,000. So the question I have is, as a Christian, how much is that worth to you? And I don't mean you in general. I mean you individually. How much is it worth to you? Jesus says that the kingdom of God breaking into this world is a great value. And I agree with him. It is a great value to me personally as well. And for me, I have determined it is worth my financial sacrifice. And today is a day that I will show it. So as we head into what we're calling our time of commitment, I would ask you again to picture what it would look like to play a role in seeing the kingdom of heaven break into our community in ways that we could never imagine. I want you to imagine People who today are struggling with depression and anxiety, but in 2023, they find hope. I want you to imagine families who today are living in uncertainty, but in 2023, they find a confidence in a loving God. Imagine marriages that today are one step away from calling it quits, but in 2023, find a reason to stay together. I want you to imagine high schoolers and middle schoolers today that are unsure of who they are, but in 2023, find who God made them to be. Imagine young people who today are questioning their faith, but in 2023, they find a place where questions are welcomed and faith is strengthened. I want you to imagine community organizations that today they're short on finances and volunteers, but in 2023 have resources to make our city a better place to live. This is what we feel God is calling us to step into. And now the question is, how much would that be worth to you? Is it worth taking large steps in this big, scary area of finances? If your answer is yes, then here's what we're going to do. I want you to pause this video in a moment, open up a new tab, and go to nextlevelchurch.org slash events. Once you're there, click on the step in the gap graphic or the commitment button at the bottom. It's going to take you to a digital card that you can fill out and make a commitment. Now, keep in mind, this is a faith commitment for 2023. All you need to do is think about how much your giving will be each month in 2023, and in faith, put that on the card. Now, some have also said, well, hey, I work on commission, or I get a bonus a couple of times a year, so they wanted a way to be able to give a portion of that as well. That's what that next row is all about. It's a place to make an annual or a one-time gift or a quarterly gift for the people who wanted to do that. And I know that this is an exciting and a scary moment for many of you. In fact, this might be the first time you have given to God through a church. I want you to know that you can do this. God is with you. I have learned in my life you can never outgive God. I've also learned that if God can get money through you, he will get it to you. So 
Again, remember, this is a faith thing. So it may not make any logical sense at all the number that you feel God keeps speaking to you about. Just write it down. Then as the Lord leads, start giving that amount. And if you do, I know you will be surprised at what comes next. And hey, you know, thanks for, for giving to God here at Next Level. And over the next couple of days, we're going to process all of your information. Then we're going to send you a letter in the mail that will include your pledge card. And after that, we will be mailing and emailing you quarterly updates on what we are doing with our ministry plans in 2023. We want you to know exactly what it is that your money is accomplishing. So one last time, what is the ministry plans that God has given us in 2023 worth to you? Answer on that form. Then I'm going to pray for you. So go ahead, just pause here, think about that, and go do that. No? Great. You're back. Now that you're back, let me pray for you and what you've committed to do and all that is there. Would you join me in praying? Heavenly Father, there are people all throughout our congregation that are taking huge steps of faith when it comes to their giving. Some are making commitments that will require huge sacrifices. And all of us are making commitments that reflect the value of the mission you have laid before us. Now, Lord Jesus, take these gifts that we freely give you, multiply them. May they do far and above what we could ever ask or imagine that they could. May many lives be forever changed. May the direction of thousands be altered towards your love. May your kingdom break into every area, both where we live, work, and play, as well as areas we will never see. And God, I pray that we all have our faith strengthened as we trust you in 2023. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, hey, friends, thanks for joining us today. If you think today's message, as brief as it is, might be valuable to someone you know, hey, I would love it if you would share this video or any of our videos. Uh, not only could it be helpful for them, but by sharing this content as well as liking and subscribing to this channel, you're helping us accomplish our mission to raise the reputation of Jesus. Well, along those lines, uh, you don't have to wait till 2023 to give. Uh, if you don't mind, if you would head over to our website, nextlevelchurch.org slash give, you, you'll see a giving button in the top right. If you'll click that button, your faithful support can help us raise the reputation of Jesus where we live, work, and play. Now, by way of benediction, can I just say something to you and a prayer over you? May the Lord guide you. May he bless you. And may he continually show you the value and the worth of his kingdom coming to earth. Hey guys, I hope you have a great week. We can't wait to share with you all the exciting things that have happened through uh, this Step in the Gap campaign. And we're excited about the ministry things. But before all of that, I just want you to know I love you and I'm praying for you.